Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. I've got a bit of a problem of my... I've got several problems. Wow. I don't know. 99, you might no, say? No, I've got four. you got four? I've got four problems. Uh, it's New Year's Day. Uh-huh. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, we've already wished each other these things. Come close to the microphone. Okay. I, I really don't want to spend more time editing this. Okay. We're in the same room. Yeah, this is the livest this podcast has ever been. That's not actually a problem. No. That's not one of the problems. Okay. We still got four on the docket. We still got four on the docket. Uh, problem... Oh, go on. Yeah, no, I, listen, I listen to a podcast where he talks about how the po- uh, Pete Holmes' podcast, where he says how over the, at the start of the podcast, you put a lot of irons in the fire, a yes. lot of coals in the fire, and over the course of the podcast, you take them out one by one. You take them out one by one. All right, okay. And that's what we're doing? That's what we're doing. Okay. So you see, you put your four problems in the iron, in the fire. In the fire, and we're going to draw them out one by one. I've actually got five problems now. Because wow. one of them is you're not sitting close enough to the microphone. <laughs> oh, my I God. I really don't want to have to edit this. Okay, so, okay. So this is, this is a little, little bonus for everyone at home. This one? Live and uncut, raw baby. I'm not. I don't have my editing equipment. I don't have my audio stuff with mm-hmm. me. I didn't bring it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm over in in Dublin. Here's the thing: you here. asked if you should bring it, and I said yes. And I did not. You just didn't. Power move. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. I gotcha. Um, so I'm going to do very minimal editing. This one, all the coughs and farts and burps and everything, <laughs> it's staying in. So all in. No swearing. Uh, carefully cultivated PG image. Mm-hmm. Got to maintain that. All right. Let's get a list of problems. Number one. My, you have the tiniest handwriting I've ever seen in my entire life. My voice, man. You're not doing so hot? Um, I'd like, last night was, so I don't do parties generally. I don't like parties very much. <laughs> yeah. And Dennis meets me like, hey man, what are you doing years? I'm like, usually nothing. He's like, why don't you come over to my place and have a couple of people around? We're like, having a party, yeah. yeah. No, no, sorry. I should be, I should be clear. You didn't say we're having a couple of people around. You said we're having a party. You asked how many people will be coming. And I said, how many people are coming? You said, well, I don't know, like 20, 30, right? Yeah. About 20 or 30 people showed up. And I like was just not in my element because I don't like parties. But you, I came up to you and I was like, you okay? And you were like, yeah, it's just... I don't know. This shouldn't have surprised me. I had all the information that I needed. That it was a party. You don't like parties. You don't really talk to them. You don't love meeting new people in like weird settings and it's stuff. It's not really. It's not so much that. It's like I, I just don't enjoy being in a setting where all you do is sit around and talk. Like yeah. it's not. I, I'd rather like we played Smash at one point. Yeah, that was that was great. Right. And then we sort of played Code Names, and that yeah. was fantastic as well. Like I, I got I, like I sort of you squirreled know, myself away in a little corner where mm. I had things to do. But like I like my like my social interaction to be rigorously uh, you know Red structured, rules, regimented. Yeah. Is, that, that. is this problem number two? Or is this still part of number this one? Part of number one, but this led to problem number one, which is my voice is just buggered. Set up too late because it's so well, and it was so loud. Yeah, didn't turn his phone off. Staying in and it's Un- staying in. Unprofessional. And it's staying in. See, normally that well, that would be straight out out of there, as well as the five minute diet. Don't turn it off now. It's no good. Leave it. Oh, that might as well, leave it <laughs> might as well include it. Um, as well as the diatribe I'll give you for me. Anyway, that's problem number one. I hope you enjoy this rich, sultry, sultry baritone I have for this mm-hmm. episode. All right, let's move on to the I ones that are really small. Your handwriting it's is very small. Um. Uh, I've got written here number one desktop. So you know what this is talking about? My desktop. So I'm, I'm using Dennis's computer to record this, and his desktop is an absolute mess. Uh, I'm looking at it now. It has uh, it has so many. It has it has, not, it has nine or okay. ten rows of files. It's got columns. nine or ten columns of files. It's got four PDFs, which are just called one, two, three, and four. <laughs> It's got two files that are called top five audio. One is a WAV and one's an MP3. Yeah, they're, from, they're six months apart. Like you've got you've got a, you've got shortcuts to programs you I'm sure have never opened. How many how many times have you used the Adobe Creative Suite to open any software? You know, I just open Premiere. Yeah, you don't need that. You don't <laughs> yeah. need that thing there. What I mean, there is I don't even. What is, Every- what is Horbin level two? <laughs> it's for a D and D campaign. You got a character named Horbin. James has a character named Horbin. Horbin yeah. Chosler? Yes, his name Horbin Chosler. Okay, all right, all right. That one's fine. That can stay there. But there's just a bunch of things that you don't... There's a, there's a small screenshot that is called for James. If you send it to James, delete it. You don't need it there anymore. <laughs> no, it's just... I'm Do just... you know how many icons are on, on my desktop? How many? One. One. The recycling bin. You can get rid of that. Oh, it's... 
it seems like hassle. It seems like hassle. I don't really want to <laughs> do that. The other thing is you don't like how often my background changes. And your background also changes every 15 seconds. Yeah. That's too often. No. It's way too often. Do you know how often my background changes? Never. About once a year. Oh, wow. Okay. I recently <laughs> changed it from like, there's a nice firewall, a fire, firewall, firewatch. You know, oh, yeah, another game. game, yeah. Beautiful background that you can get for firewatch. And I recently changed it to like a generic galaxy picture because I was sick of the firewatch one. Yeah, you just can't handle my desktop. Uh, your desktop is just, it's, it's, it tilts me in older. I'm more tilted than a pinball machine right now. All right, let's get back onto this dock here. Uh, <clears throat> number two here, uh, keyboard. What's wrong with my keyboard? Dennis. Okay, so first I have a, of all, I have a Razer or not a chromatic key, uh, chroma keyboard. I'm just going to type something on the keyboard here, and everyone will hear it. It's like a machine gun going off. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. Well, that's mechanical keyboard. Okay, that's fine. Semi mechanical. Mechanical keyboard. I'm going to let you get away with. What I don't like is that you've set up the lights so whenever you <laughs> press one button, I'm going to explain this as best as possible. It ripples out with an an, an ugly brownish color. It's orange. Okay, sure. orange. Sure. It ripples out from where the the pre, the key that you pressed and goes. And that looks fine when you press one key. It looks, it looks cool. cool. Yeah. When you're just typing, it's just a mess <laughs> of, of orange ripples going in all directions. It's, I like it. It's horrific. I don't look at it when I'm but typing. You, you had to set that up. <laughs> is what took, I'm saying. It took time. It took yeah. effort. Yeah. All right, let's move on to number three here. Mouse speed. Too high? Way too high. No. What's my sensitivity set at? I want to know. Your sense, like, it's 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 the thing where you move it a millimeter and it goes across the screen. It's it's a normal event. It's a more machine gun fire for you all at home. Oh, my goodness. It's Mouse settings. Terrific. Mouse settings. Where's the sensitivity set to? It's going to be the top 75%. Where is uh, it? It's going to be so, it's going to be so high. Yes, printers and scanners. That's the way to go there. Where is this? Mouse and cursor size? I don't know where it is, Dennis, but I know that it's extremely high. <laughs> Additional mouse settings? It's so high wherever it is. Where the hell is this? Well, this explains why This explains why you haven't been able to fix this. Oh, wow. Well, it's not even that no, fast. speed. Pointer. No, no, no. No. Go back. Oh, no. There's double click speed. No, yeah, give, yeah, me, yeah. give me the pointer Pointers. options. Pointer options. Pointer options. Up top, 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 oh, top yeah. pointer options. All the way to the right. All the way to the right. He's oh. got it on the fastest possible but setting. in my defense, I have enhanced pointer precision ticked. I don't even know what that does. <laughs> so did you sit down and we're just like, whoa! No wonder you're so bad at like every FPS game. You know, Dan- oh, and here's another thing. Problem wow. number six, I'll add this to the... Pro- I'll add this Ever to the growing. So we played a bunch of Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. And Dennis contends, and you can defend yourself to all... You can defend yourself to yeah, all the people I'll listening. You peasant. Yeah. That you think that a controller is a better way to play an FPS than a mouse and keyboard. Video game video game console controllers are made for video games. Keyboards and mice are not. I would I will beat you a statistically significant number of times in any FPS of your shooting. Of your, of your I'm choosing. not saying it's not better for precision shooting. That's all that matters, mate. No, it's more comfortable. Click the head. It's click, more, the click the head. You, that's you, all, you that's all that matters. No, I, I prefer playing game, video games on console for the most part. RTS Because you're a filthy casual. casual? All right. Because okay. you're a filthy okay. peasant. Okay, all right. All right. Gonna game shame me on exactly. here. Of course I'm going to game shame you, mate. So all this is, all all coming to visit us, Sean Riley, is that my my lifestyle is totally unsustainable to Well, this is all the other stuff. I mean, we haven't talked about a whole bunch of other stuff. Like what? Well, I, don't, I don't know if we want to get into it. Your, your, your blankage storage solution? That's just hassle. What do you mean? You keep it. You keep your blankets in an ottoman. Yeah, that's who's got time for that? We don't take them out all that often. Just you're, just, you're just perpetually cold. Just I know. I need them. I need. I need quick access to blankets. No, we keep fold them up, leave them on the couch, this, nice this, and neat. This is the first time Riley's mentioned the ottoman yeah, being a problem. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. Anyway, there are other problems as well. We don't need to get into them. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> we don't need to get into them all, Dennis. <laughs> we, we, should keep the, we should keep the podcast at least remotely <laughs> imagined yes, together. Exactly. Related. Anyway, all right. Uh, to wit, let's talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor, Riley, is ChannelFireball.com. Yes, and when it comes to magic, you can really do no better. Magic cards, magic-related accessories. Uh, this is the the best place in the multiverse. And I say that with a degree, of, a good degree of confidence, right? Right. Like, I have a lot of weird beliefs when it comes to, like, the... Like, it's I don't believe in ghosts or anything paranormal or anything like, But I do believe in aliens. Because which, statistically, it's just probable there's other life out there, Which right? most people find very weird, right? I also believe that, like, we live in a simulation. People are like, well, that's very strange, right? I get but, it. I know I get it. Like, it's so much more likely that it's... Yeah, I know I understand. But, but across, like, 
the range of human knowledge that we have now as a species, I can confirm that Channel Five is the best place in any in any uni- in any known universe to buy and sell magic cards. Here's the thing: we do we do these kind of like little riffs and little bits for the show yeah. sponsored. Usually, I want to appeal to you, listener, genuinely. All right, go ahead. Take stock of where you are right now. If you're sitting at your desk, it's especially effective. Think about how many magic cards you have in your life that you that are just gathering dust. Yes. That you don't want anymore. Don't want them. That are taking up space both emotionally and physically and mentally in your life. Do you know who does want them? JohnFarbo.com. John Sasso. John Sasso wants yeah. them. That's right. Yeah. He wants your cards. Yeah. He's going to build a boat out of them. <laughs> you say I sail to the moon on it or whatever? <laughs> say, I, gonna, I, I thought on the water, but sure. No, no he's going he's gonna to SpaceX himself. He's going to Space Z himself. Space Z, wow. <laughs> yeah. One up on Musk. Yeah, he's going to go straight. He's going he's gonna to sail to the sun. No, but genuinely, if you have all those cards lying around, turn them into Channel Fireball Store Credit or just or straight dollar reduce. Stone Cold Cash. Yeah, Stone Cold, Stone Cold Cash. Cash. I mean, it's a better deal with the, the store credit. 30% bonus. You do get a, you do, you get a hefty bonus. Yeah. Um, but uh, the other thing they've got recently as well is the baller box. The baller box is actually, so I, actually cool. I was actually quite sad. I, in the arena, I think it's arena video that's coming out either this week or next week uh, in, uh, in Arena Boys, I talked about how like this these baller boxes are coming out every month and how mm. great it is. No. They're coming out every quarter. Yeah. That's how exclusive they are. Yeah. you got to get on that train. you got to get on that train. you got to get on the train. I'm like, oh, I missed that. Mark. Don't worry, I'll get it next month. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kicking myself. Quarterly. Quarterly baller boxes. And they're like they're 50 bucks and you get like, I don't know, more than double that amount. Yeah, yeah they, they did a breakdown of what came it's in the last It's the safest bet in the world. It's the safest bet in the world. So head on over to channelfarble.com now and make that bet. Yeah, exactly. Even, and because we're recording this raw, I slightly mispronounced the word .com and we can't change I can't, it. I can't change it. No going back. Um, also, are we putting in the music bits in the middle? Well, just just ad-lib it. I can't really be bothered doing it. How, we, how does it go? It goes... All right, Dennis, our first question comes to us. Gonna save me so much editing. I'm loving this. All right, our first question comes to us from Two Nice Rice, and uh, wow. So I don't know if you've edited this or if that was actually what the question came in as, but it is hello, Dennis, <laughs> my good I'm friend sure, Al. I'm sure it came in like that. What's wrong with that? <laughs> just put it in the doc. You didn't even change it like dear smart. It's just hello, Dennis. It says hello, Dennis. Yeah, I know. I didn't change it. There are two of us on the podcast. Do you All edit right. it? I've just been power moved here by no, Two no, Nice hello, Rice. I didn't right. change it. I'm hello, edited. Dennis. My good friend Al is interested in learning magic for the first time. Al already picked up a starter deck and is learning all of the basic rules. Al wants me to take him to a bi-weekly legacy night that I go to regularly Ooh. at my LGS. Legacy is the main way I play and enjoy magic, and a legacy night is actually a bit spiky. Wow. All right. So several of us have top eight at high-level legacy events, SCG Legacy Championships, and I'm a bit worried that if I take Al to Legacy Night, it will be overwhelming and he'll lose interest. What is the best way to tell Al my concern without making him feel like I don't want him to learn? This is such a tough one. You really, stop, you guys start wobbling the desk. I'm really sorry. You get mad at me when I wobble I the do, desk on the other side I of the do, computer. I do. I do. Uh, too nice, rice. Yeah. You're not being too nice here. This is accurate. I'll, I'll, I think I will genuinely probably be in a little bit of a spot of bother. Yeah. I've actually seen this. Has this happened? I've, no, I, it didn't happen to me. It happened to a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I've, I think I've told this story. If I haven't told this story on the podcast, I've definitely told it in Arena Boys before. Sure. Uh, this actually happened, right? So a guy came in to, uh, to a shop that I used to play in in Melbourne, and he bought a, you know, a Jani intro deck or whatever yeah, uh, or yeah. whatever it was well, back in those days it was a creature that was the rare so like yeah, uh, let's yeah. say whatever. With the or whatever. whatever something like that exactly right and he's like oh you know he's just learned to play and I wonder have you got any tournaments and the guy's like uh, yeah there's a legacy tournament at 3pm he's like oh fantastic is this yeah. deck legal like, legacy is this- sure is yeah, exactly so it's oh. like register right but the thing is this guy took it like a champ like he's getting, you know, Gristlebrand on turn one or Delvers flipping, that oh sort of stuff. God. And he's just sitting there going, wow, oh, that's so Magic's cool. Magic's so cool. Magic's so cool. So I think like, I think what you've got to do here, right? I think this is the advice. You've got to explain the stakes. You've mm. got to explain the level, right? You can't, if you, if you, if you honestly represent to Al what 
Al's getting into by going to a legacy. Oh, sorry, am I boring you? No, I just yawned. I'm not going to be able to edit that yawn out. I didn't yawn loudly. It was an audible. I probably, you know, I don't know if it was or not. Anyway, if you're going to this legacy event, right? And you're, mm. <laughs> <laughs> you go to this legacy event, you're saying, listen, this is like, this is the, this is the, basically the most busted that, that magic gets outside of like, yeah, this, this is the ceiling. This yeah. is the, this is the real old school, proper, like ridiculous magic games of magic. And I say, I think if you, if you sort of, uh, frame it correctly and, and you know as long as so so he doesn't go into it go wow I'm in way too deep yeah I, I don't think it's unreasonable to be out to tell like look there's a bunch of different ways to play the game this is the highest power level one and these yeah. guys within that subset are pretty competitive yeah so your deck probably is going to cut the muster but look if you want to go and hang out and sling some cards yep Whatever, that's your prerogative. I, I like. I think if you, you know, if you're a good mate of this fellow and you can, uh, in, you can give him advice and you want to advise him not to play in it, mm-hmm. that's fine. And yeah. I think you know he should listen to you and say. And in this case, I think that probably is advisable. And, and also that I mean that's the case. And, and a, a great way to do that, right, is to take along a deck that you can play with him during the downtimes of the round or like introduce him to some of your other mates who mm-hmm. might be things say hey my friend's kind of new you know do you want to run him through some games of standard or whatever else like that maybe there's some like EDH or commander or something going on that he can get interested in it's a little bit more casual um, I, I don't think it's as binary as this question kind of makes it out to be it's like he can still come to this um, this LGS when you're playing Legacy and like I mean most LGSs that I've been to have other people who aren't playing in the tournament other people are, yeah, yeah just doing stuff hanging yeah, out whatever else they're like that but at the end of the day like if he wants to get his ass kicked in a legacy tournament, don't stand in his way for that. I mean, two nice rice might, might might be the opinion that Al doesn't know what he's getting into, yeah. and it will turn him off the game. Like that's, but that's that, that, that's even nice... if he thinks he'd be fine with it, he thinks he might not. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So you think that even if you sit down and say, "Listen, this is what it's going to happen," he's like, "No, it's fine. It's fine." Yeah. Okay. Or, I mean, that... you know, like when you're like, "Hey," when you talk to your friend, you're like, "Hey, I'm having this New Year's Eve party. Do you want to come?" Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be fine." They get there yeah, and they're yeah. like, "Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awful. That's so terrible. Those stupid idiots putting themselves in that situation." No, no, no. I, I think I think this should be all right. And the other, the other thing is, and this is going to separate. Uh, this is going to show you what kind of player Al is going to end up being. I went to my first PDQ, and everyone that I went to, everyone, everyone that I told I was going to, they're like, "Geez, you're going to lose so much. Like, mm. you're, you're just going to get your ass kicked. Like, they're going to wipe the floor with you, right? But you need to be like, just recognize that's going to happen. Recognize, yeah. yeah. And and I, and I went there being like, "What if I win though? What if I win? But what if I win? What if, like, I win? what if I win the whole thing? But that's part that, that's part of the whole, you know, Alfred." Uh, Master Bruce, why do we fall so we can pick ourselves back up? That that whole thing. Right. It's, it's an important and, and that'll that'll impact his development as learning a, to lose is an important part of being magic player, as a magic sure. player. And if he hates it, if he hates losing and hates the spikiness of it, it might, it might be better to know early. Yeah. Well, and and great because in that case he can divert his attention to a, a format that is a uh, like EDH gets rid yeah. of commander, and that's and that's going to be a lot better there. So I don't know. I'm sure this is a, a problem that that people come into when when attempting to like introduce people to the game. I, I um I have had. Pe- I've had this problem only the other way, where someone's been like, oh, what are you guys playing? It's like, oh, Magic the Gathering. It's like, oh, I'd like to play that. And they're like, cool, let me grab these two commander decks and show you how the game works. And there's, yeah. I couldn't imagine a worse no, way to show someone how Magic No, goes. absolutely not. Yeah, yeah, that's it's <laughs> That's just turning the, it's not even turning the difficulty up. It's not difficulty. It's a different game. It's just the complexity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, complexity. You're just making the game as complex as possible for them. So, look, I, I'm sure this is a problem, as I say, that people come into when introducing their friends to Magic. But look, you've got to, you've got to get them past that sort of, uh, threshold yeah. at some point. So it may as well be with this. I don't know that I necessarily agree. I think I think Tuna Strike should do everything he can to try and talk Al out of it. Really? So yeah. we're, we're at odds here. Yeah, I think I, I agree that it is, uh, that I think your worry is justified and I think you should try. Uh, if I were in your because he says at the end, what is the best way to tell Al my concern that making feel like I don't want him to learn? Mm. Um, just be like, hey Al, uh, my name's Tuna Strike, how's it going? We already know each other, why am I introducing myself? You know how it is. Yeah. 
Um, I'm super glad you're into Magic. I really want you to keep playing. And there's a ton of other stuff. Suggest him an alternative. You know, why don't you come with me to draft? Yeah. Why don't you come with me to command? To, you know, we'll have some we'll have some people around and play command or whatever. This is this might be the worst possible way to like yeah. to play your first Magic tournament. I mean, I can de- I definitely agree that going to a draft is a better way to do it. Yeah. I mean, going to a draft is yeah, it's a great way for to yeah. on- onboard new players. I think you should just suggest that honestly because like. Actually, that's good. That's good. Because then if, if, if Al... I get the sense from this that Al is like, hey, you know, I want... Yeah, Al wants me to take him to a bi week legacy night. If you, instead of saying no, right, mm. you say, how about this instead? Right? I'll go with you. I'll go with you to a draft. I'll go with you to blah, 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 right? yeah. whatever it is. And then you're making it clear that you still want him to learn, but you're not chucking him into the deep end. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way to That's do actually it. much better, yeah. All right, we did it. We did it. Do the music. How's it going yeah, there's a little piano bit that comes in, and that's when I usually f- I, I feed it. <laughs> Turn a bit of smooth jazz here, all right? Oh, Dennis, all right. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Let's not muck around. We, you know, we, we did we had a little bit of the sort of uh, we've had a little a couple of the appetizers, but everyone comes to 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 Scrimmy River for one thing for the entree and one thing only. Well, no, it's not the entree. It's the main course. I don't What's understand, an but I don't understand why Americans call this. The entree is the thing you eat. The entree entree is the appetizer. Should the entrance? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then the main course is the main course. Uh, sure. I don't understand Americans. The main, the main. Uh, the main. We're here for the main course. Whatever you call it, my friends, it's time for you have to do the guitar noise. I'm ready. Power moves. Guitar noise. <laughs> it was never I was never going to do anything else. Yeah, exactly. Um, I spent a long time scrubbing YouTube for, really? a, for a copyright free, free. Yeah, I uh, Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm boring you, mate. I thought you were doing it as a joke to begin no. with. No, was, I thought you were trying to power move me. All right, mm. kicking things off here with one that was sent <laughs> in. Leaving the cast in. Let's go. By Sarah Walker. Cool name. Who DM'd me, Dennis, uh, and not you? Let's just say hi, Riley. Hi, Riley. I'm a huge fan of Sma. Thank you. you got good taste. Are we called smarmies? The smarmy. Which I've never heard that before, but yes. The smarmy. The smarmy. Yeah. The smarmy, which is made up of smarmies. Smarmies, yeah. And we're in charge. I'm yeah. the I'm the general, and you're the... Oh, come on, Dennis, think. There's got to be a joke about swarming here. You are the... Don't swear about it. <laughs> the colonel. No, no, no. The, there's got to be like a swarm commander or something, or a swarm swarmander-in-chief or something. A swarmander-in-chief? Yeah. That's pretty good. Damn it. All right, so I'm below you. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I hate that. Anyway. You can be executive swarmander-in-chief. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah uh, Sarah has a question for Mark Boyd when he plays his non-land permanents facing his opponent per last episode's power moves does he tap them to the left or the right thanks for everything all three of you do oh, three keep, of you. keep the great content coming cheers Sarah Walker so once again Mark, Mark Boyd has now hijacked this as like a personal ma- as an information yeah, system this is his this is his like he's these are now his DMs this podcast is now his DMs he's the he's the third host and he doesn't and he doesn't even have to do any of the work he doesn't have to turn up he's just part he just gets the credit he gets partial he gets not even partial he gets like the he gets a full third of the credit for the so show so are we crediting Mark Boyd with the, that pyramid do you know what it's time to flip the table on Mark Boyd What's that? It's time to flip the tail on Mark Boyd. I'm not letting him run rough shot. For those of you just joining us, welcome. By means welcome. But every week, Mark Boyd sends in a power move that is just the like the best out of all yeah. the power moves we submit. I think we get submitted. So the first time we were like, oh, we'll name it the Mark Boyd Award until somebody else wins it, and that'll be it. It'll be funny. And he's won it every he's time. He's won it every single time. And so now we've got people messaging you, me, and Mark Boyd with their power <laughs> moves, which I'm sick of. So anyway, uh, Mark Boyd, I guess you can let us know. Mark Boyd did submit a power move. I know. We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. But first up, now we've got another second lap, so I should say we've got one from John Nowert. And I like this one. This is this is this is a very this is a solid power move, right? 
Let's say I'm in a game and I'm behind on board. Maybe I'm facing, facing lethal. That's a position, you know, you probably find yourself in a fair bit down. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. <laughs> Opponent gives the all too familiar cue. Combat. Mm-hmm. We've all heard this. I'm tapped out, don't have anything relevant, but you simply look up at your opponent and say, nope. Brief pause, you know, maybe after a couple of seconds, opponent realizes I don't have anything, we share a short chuckle, but before my opponent proceeds, you know, proceeds to try to stuff my face in, right? Just say, no, no, not going to combat. Hold steadfast. I mean, they ask, right? It's a question. They're not telling you. Like, it's always phrased as a question. Do you know who does this? Go on. Jeff. Oh, our friend Jeff. I'll be like, I'll be like no. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> That's very good. No. It's very strong. I like that. John? I like it. It's a good It's a good power move, right? I like it. I, I like mean, it. I don't know how long it's going to hold up. Yeah, at some point, I mean, slow play warnings are pretty lax. Slow- that, was the first, <laughs> that was the first episode <laughs> was about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, congratulations, episode 10. Episode 10, we did new, it. New year, new podcast. We made it. This yep. is the season finale. <laughs> We did it. Uh, but no, I like this a lot. Oh, it's, it's a strong one. Yeah. I guess when your opponent like tries to resolve a spell as well. Yeah. When, when they, uh, like if you're playing a lot of counter spells and often they'll be like, you know, oh, um, Death Road Chainman? No. Tapped no, out. No, tapped out. So, oh, uh, have you got a counter spell? No. Just don't want you to play that. Yep. Oh, very okay. Jeff move as well. Yeah, 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 that's, that's very good. So in this scenario specifically, yeah. I think it's a legend move because you're about to lose the game and they're about to feel good anyway. Yeah. 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 Especially in that situation. Uh, it, it, it's definitely fine. Anyway, Dennis, we actually got a lot this week. You want to hit us with the next one? Fat stack of power moves yeah, from got, Neodyme yeah. here. Rate this power move. War of the Spark Limited, opponent has one land enchanted with New Horizons. I cast Casualties of War targeting the land, making sure to also use the enchantment removal option to target the New Horizons as well. Love it. Never leave a job half finished. That's, 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 that's exactly it. So why would you limit your... I mean, it's going to do the same job regardless, yeah. right? But you, And especially when you're playing in real life, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah. need to point out, and I'm also targeting the New, New Horizons. Because yeah, yeah. you need to let them know. This is assuming they don't have any other... Yeah, there is a world where they can make the land indestructible and you still want to kill the New Horizons, I guess. I guess? Or something like that. I don't know what that would be in War of the Spark Limited, but Oh, Limited, that's true. That's yeah. the thing. But like, in who cares no I love that you, s- you send him a, you send that's him strong that is well and truly in the spirit of Paramount and that's, and, that's, and that's a legend move as well oh yeah easy yeah easy. there's no there's no like downside to doing that, that that's, you're just, show, yeah, that's you're just showing him who's boss this is, a, this is a textbook this is a textbook power move like I said we got a lot of move on let's keep right, it a steady clip keep, keep going yeah, next one from Steve just right, Steve like just sure Steve. Yeah. when you're winning and your opponent decides to go out on their own terms parentheses bolt myself etc yep yep Countering their suicide spell is like a huge power move. Love it. Yeah. Let them know whose game this is. <laughs> I love this. This is very strong. Wait a second. I was going to get mugged to the, now you have my permission to die. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So, and this is something that, you know, often you do for like whatever style points. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, obviously they can concede. Yes, right. You can just, yeah. I'll bomb myself? Bomb myself. No. No, no, excuse me. You're going to take 14 from the attack that I'm sending. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, very, really that's like that. very, very strong. All right. Boo. It's Boo. it's time to get down. No, no. Look, all right. We have had a message from Mark Power Moves Boyd. We have. All right. Well, let's it, get down to business. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? It did come on your side of the fence. Yes, he did, did send it just to you. Yes. Which, which in in Mark's defense is something he has said will like. It's part of the course. Is yeah. going to be the, the case from now on. Mark Boyd writes. Go on. Sitting down for the finals of a local tournament and yep. letting your opponent know you are running late for a bus home, so you'll make it quick. After crushing them handily in game one, as, as Mark Wood always as does, as you would always do if you're Mark Wood, you ask them to concede to save you both time. I mean, it's very good. <laughs> it's very, very good. I mean, he, this man can't, the man can't miss. I, the, I think it's just the confidence, like the raw, just animal confidence that this yeah. man has is, is incredible. He must exude it. He must have a, a heart of a gorilla. Yeah, 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 exactly. The heart of a gorilla, the eye of the tiger. Oh, man. Yes. I can't. I never want to sit down across the table from Mark Boyd. I never ever. want to sit down across the table from Mark Boyd. Oh. But Dennis, 
It's not the power move of the week. He's been toppled. He's been toppled. He's been toppled. And he's been toppled by Alex Alec Lancaster. Noble knight from the east, Alec Lancaster. Alec Lancaster. The caster of lands himself has done it, right? He sent us a rather lengthy one. It's quite lengthy, but I'll tell you what, it's worth it, because this one is a while in the market. So thank you, Mark Boyd. Yeah, yeah great, strong contender. Great power. Well, actually, no. You know what? Get stuff, Mark Boyd. Wow! No, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here on my podcast and thank someone who was... <laughs> Who has just completely rumpadumped me for the last month or whatever. That's no. not like you, Mark Boyd. Please don't hurt me. No, nah, I'm, I'm power moving on Mark Boyd here. No, nah, that's you, it. Your funeral, mate. Anyway, first loser he is this week. Runner, <gasps> up, runner up. First loser. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So because that's what we say in Australia. Gold medal? Great. Silver medal? First loser. First loser. First wow. loser. Exactly. Anyway, Alex Lancaster. I've come to save you from the clutches of Mark Boyd's power moves. And, 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 and so he has. Slain the Hydra. Uh, in the next sentence is feel free to trim this down however you need to I did <laughs> it was already very long anyway biggest power move of my arsenal took years of careful planning to pull off Ooh, right? I love when a plan yeah. comes together yes yes right so for years I played modern burn unabashedly throwing lightning bolts at people's faces until they died that was my MO had a red deck box red sleeves playmat with a red mana symbol on it everyone knew I was the burn guy right 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 and right, everyone's right. come across burn yeah stable trade yeah, entity yeah, yeah, yeah burn, for sure burn, yeah Little did they know that I'd been saving up my paltry teacher's assistant money, pay teachers more, to build Death Shadow. Right? Completely different deck. Oh, yeah. Once I finished the deck, I sleeved it in exactly the same sleeves, put it in the same deck box, and brought the same playmat to my LGS for the Modern Weekly. Round one, I sat down against one of the users at the store. He, knowing me, thought I was playing Burn. Yeah. I won the die roll, and I happily declared, I'll take the play. You know how important that is for my oh. And he kept what would be a good of hand course. against Burn, but his face turned dark as I opened up with a classic, classic Death Shadow turn one fetch, shock, thought sees. It completely threw him off his game. And now, Dennis, he's no longer looked at as the Burn or GDS guy. Everyone knows that I might show up with a completely different deck on any given week, so they have no idea what I might be playing. But the thing is, he's gone in so deep as Burn guy. Yeah, like people, he's just no. No one knows ever now. It's shattered their entire perception. He's of wrong footing them every time. It was a power move years in the making that paid off in that instant and has been paying dividends ever since. The Alec dedication, Lanker. the preparation, and that's the thing. I mean, a good power move. Uh, you know, a nice, a nice, clean, simple, easy power move. There's nothing wrong with that. No, like take, yeah, we'll take them every day. What's the equivalent of that in like, in like food, for example? So this is just like the uh, a nice ham sandwich, yeah, or, or like a, a bowl of, a bowl of pasta, yeah, a spaghetti, easy to easy to prepare, not a whole lot of things. Right. But when if you want like a slow roasted hog, ooh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. if you want a nice bit of pulled pork, right, mm. that's gonna that's been takes marrowed. time, it takes, takes love, time. It takes mm. a long time, you got to put a lot into that. And Alex Lan- Alec Lancaster, I'm so sorry, I keep calling him Alex. Alec Lancaster here showing. I mean, what really sells it for me is the deck box. And the sleeves. The playmat, and yeah, the, playmat. the accessories. That's the Putting thing. Putting his money where his mouth is. Exactly. And like getting into the head of Burn Guy to the point where everyone, like they can't unpick that. I don't know how he sleeps so soundly every night on a throat, on a bed of lies. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like I can't believe <laughs> that's it. That's like, it. Oh, that's it. I've made a kind of slow transition over the last 12 months. I've kind of, I used to be very into blue, blue, white, esper kind of decks. Mm-hmm. Like I like playing reactive, interactive magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anymore. No? Too old. Too old. I'm too old for that kind of nonsense these days, Dennis. I got, you know, I'm busy. I got places to be, to be things to catch. I don't have time to, uh, you know, hold priority in my opponent. No, I just want to play Sorcery Speed Magic, get him with Credit Behemoth. Easy. Call Hearthstone. <laughs> Easy game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, but that was very slow and gradual for me. This guy, bam, one you know, guy. Even plotting it. He'd, be, he'd come home, red twine on the walls, all the cards yeah. up. Oh, it's, it's Alec, beautiful. unfortunately... The proud recipient of the Mark Boyd. Of the Mark Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking that off, Mark, no. <laughs> 
blah 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 blah. This is the part where you would normally cut, <laughs> but there's no cutting. I'll write a second drink of water, all that. Next question, Ronnie, from Era of Eight Bits. We'll be back to the regular editing next week. Don't worry about it. All right, back when I'm on my hog with Reaper open. What happens if people prefer this? I mean, right. I will do this. All upside? It's great. I mean, <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this is because kind of, I know it's a special kind of... I Like, you... This, sorry to kind of zag off what we were talking about, which we which we never do. No, no, no. But you know I have... Like, this is not a joke. Maybe this might sound like a bit of a dickhead, but, like, you know I have really, like, high standards. Not when it comes to the quality of the content, but the quality of the editing. Mm-hmm. Like, I like editing stuff. So there aren't the coughs and the burps and the farts and like I'll make us do stuff again if I mispronounce all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So like this is a nice change of pace. Is it liberating, loosey goosey. Oh, I don't think I can lean into it though. I get some pops in. That that's nice a, Oh, you want to you want to get some plosives? Let's take this. Uh, take, the, take the oh take the take the wind cover off. Taking the wind cover off, we get some plosives in. Like no, that's horrible. I'm so sorry to have done that to everyone. I'll putting the wind cover on. Part of the that's gonna be miserable as well. Putting, putting it back on there for everyone to enjoy. I, I, I will edit that out if it sounds too awful. Don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. Anyway. Error of 8-bits, as you say. Love the new show. Thought I'd send it a question. I'd love to hear a discussion of the proper placement of cards in Exile. I like this question. Some players turn them sideways under their graveyard. This drives me crazy. I feel they should be in a completely separate pile from the graveyard, both so it's easy to see what's there and to avoid mixing the two piles up. What are your thoughts? I turn my cards sideways inside my graveyard. So I think a lot of people do this. They'll have like a little face up one, like one card pile. Kind of like a stack of cards looks like on Magic Online or an arena. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, like stack by name or whatever. No, no, Not, not organized, but I just mean like with just the name showing. No, in, in Exile? No, no, no. With, from a graveyard. And then I'll just turn Exile 190 degrees to the right. So you've got them in sequence? You don't even have two different piles? No. Oh, wow. No, no, they don't stay in sequence. Okay. When, so <clears throat> let's say my graveyard... You from... keep talking. I'm going to shut the window. It's too cold. <laughs> okay, let's say my graveyard is like... Plains, forest, mountain, island, and yeah. then the a swamp is exiled. Yeah. I'll take the swamp and I'll put it under everything. Yes. Exiled. Yeah, but all the exiled cards ends up in one pile. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're all, well, all the cards and the graveyard are in one pile. Yes, but what I'm saying is your, no, no, your exiled, card, exiled looks card, like a the, face-up deck. No, no, no. The exiled cards are all, are all separated. Out. That's weird. Okay, that's weird. I, I, I'm, I'm building an L shape. Yeah, no, yeah. That, I would say I would say you. This is an it's intensely like a, visual thing. It's like, for an little, audio it's like a little skateboard ramp. Like you're building up a little XL. I know what you mean. Yeah, that's what I'd, I'd say. That's the normal default thing. And you know what? I think Era of Eight Bits got bit, 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 Era of Eight Bits has got a good point. Yeah, no, it's confusing. It's confusing. Someone knocks under the table. You start shuffling. All gone. Where are they gone? So uh, I'm trying to. Keep, I think I keep my I usually keep my XL file on the other side of my deck. Mm-hmm. So it goes exile deck graveyard. You could convert this to a power move. Keep your exile file on top of your opponent's deck. Probably nothing. Probably something in the rules against that. I mean, he, here's how far the rules go. When you play Obzidat, mm-hmm. uh, Ghost Daddy, the original one. Oh, no, no, not the original one. Sorry, the one that blinks in and out. The Ravnica one. The Ravnica one. Return of Ravnica one. Right? You, you can't put that on top of your deck. No. You're not allowed to. Mm-mm. Right? Like, that's what a lot of people do it's to remind reminder, themselves yeah. to block. You, you can't do that. Right? You, you can't put a card that's in Exile on top of your deck. Maybe it, maybe this is an Airbud situation though. Maybe it doesn't say you can't put your cards on top of an opponent's deck. Oh, if you're a judge, please tweet at us and let us know how yeah. obviously against the MTR that no, is. Oh well, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Um, I mean there are there there are no uh, hard and fast rules about card placement. Not really, uh, except on coverage. Yes, on coverage. Where we now yes. have because do you know why? Because Adrian Sullivan top aided a PT. <laughs> <laughs> so Adrian, Adrian Sullivan is an old proper old school pro, right? Yeah, he's yeah. been making magic content for decades. Like he's he's one of the game's proper old players. That's right. Yeah, and he uh, he got into the habit of playing with his cards upside down, like Mark Boyd, mm-hmm. so his <laughs> opponent his opponents could read them. And he was doing it on coverage all weekend, right? And we're like, we know this is how you play, like, whatever. You get one. 
right? And after that, we're like, right, we're changing the policy. It was very confusing for viewers. People didn't understand what was going on. Like mm. everyone, had, we have you have to have that. You can, and and also because of the Land some people front. play lands in front, that sort of thing, right? And so so now we have these rules on coverage. But in real life, do it if you want. Bedlam. Yeah. Sometimes, especially in commander, I'll keep all my lands in a single pile. Yes, I do that. I, I do. I definitely do that. When I've got like One 20, 20, 20 lands, and I counted out like dollar bills. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, five mana for this. <laughs> yep. There's, there's like, yeah, exactly. But no, look, if there, like if there's no rule about where you can and can't put cards, how about just uh, my my graveyard, my front pocket? Ooh, yeah. Uh, that, at some point, it has to be concealing cards from your opponent. No, they can ask to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In your wallet, sitting it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you really want to see my exiles? Sorry, sorry, sorry right, I guess. My great in the of my car. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go get exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like that. Um, okay, in all seriousness, this is a serious podcast. Where, where should you put your exiles in? I think horizontal makes sense if for era of 8 bits and other players like that comfort separate than that a little bit. I'm okay with that. I actually think horizontal, even if it was even if the piles are touching, is less confusing than two face up piles next to each other. I think I think that the ninety degrees turn uh, is fine, but I think what Era of Eight Bits doesn't like is them touching the graveyard, and I think that's fine. And I think if like if on it like right, but I'm saying if it was if it was touching but one one pass 90, 90 degrees or just two parallel up face up pass. No, I definitely prefer the, the 90 rotated. Degrees. Yeah, I agree, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I think I think like to be to be serious to move away from the, the goofs and the spoofs here. If it's like bothering you, and if you can ask your opponent, if yeah. your opponent's like well. What I might do if you do want to be a little subtle about it first before asking them is like, oh, can I just see your Excel zone and just da, 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 put it back the way then, you like it and then put it back where you in want the boot it. of your car. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. But I think you can sort of like break the ice on that. Yeah, no, just for sure. By putting it back where you want it. Yeah, yeah. right. And then you can uh, sort of that's that's sort of way to. I mean, it's even like that's a little bit of a power move. Because well. like we had a power move that was putting giving your opponent back their deck the way they don't like it no that's mine that's, yeah, that's yeah. a classic Riley Knight yeah, power yeah. move I do that all the time oh, I, hate it. I love it it's so good Ugh. but no if you put it back like and I, and I would suggest that I like my configuration where you go deck if I, like facing away from you it goes your graveyard and then your deck and then your exile zone on the other side of your deck mm-hmm. that's perfectly reasonable that's, that's a good way to do it and they've got, and they've got, like, they've got like uh, there's a degree of physical separation of those cards and like that I don't know. Where's the most ridiculous place you've ever put an exile? Well, let us know. Let us know in the comments <laughs> right. below. Let us know. Um, I've seen... I, you know, I'm going I'm to call out a, a subsection of players here. I'm going to call out a subsection of players here. Who are the worst for this sort of thing? Dredge players. Oh, the second library. Se- second library? Like, where they flip... The, you mean the second hand? Sure, they, just, yeah. they, they, they line up. They, they line their graveyard across the top of their play mat. That's gross. It's awful. It's That's awful. gross. And you can see when they do it, they go, oh, yeah, like a Hedron Crab, whatever. And they start putting in the top left-hand corner of their play mat. It's like, mate, that's not in play. Like, oh, no, this is my graveyard. And then they start building a little, like, empire, mm. a little, little fortress for themselves out of it. Mm. I hate it, man. I hate that. I, hate I wonder that. if there's a power move where if you're playing Dredge or something like that, you could spell something with your graveyard. Oh, you start writing out. Yeah. Word. yeah. <laughs> you start you writing should out. concede. <laughs> you know, whatever, yeah. <laughs> you start writing out stinkweed imp yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Very good. Anyway, I'd love to hear what people think, though. I do, yeah. I'd love to hear what people think, see if there's any... Because uh, there's lots of controversies about this as well. Like about where cards should be, like dry it up, right. and the whole thing. With right, no, that, that's a whole thing. I remember, yeah. like, Marshall did a video about that on his yeah. channel. Like, that, I think that's, I think it was a mistake to print that card. In the that, that art of that card, yes, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's all. So yeah, let's let's hear let's hear from people on what their what their thoughts are with uh, with card positions, or if you have got a funny story, or where you do you put your cards? Where do you put your cards, and where shouldn't people put theirs? Yeah, I would suggest the boot of your car. Probably high on the list. <laughs> Probably very high on the list, especially when it's your finance card. Now we do the part where we would normally pause so you can cut it out, but instead we don't do that, and mm. we'll just... Do you want to do a bit of the usual stuff that we cut out? 
Like what? That's pretty good. I was gonna make, that's pretty good. The, the little post-mortem that we did. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's your cat on the keyboard. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to the bathroom. All right. <laughs> I know. I but no. I was so stressed there. We talk a lot about yes anding. You know, an improv when yeah, like, someone yeah. says that. Yes I, I just no, but no you. Yeah. You're like, that's no bit of a problem. Like, yeah, cool. My improv is that I leave. <laughs> Thanks very much. Oh, something that you hate at this podcast okay. is I have this bad boy. Yep. Which is a big, incredibly heavy water bottle. Yes, it is, yeah. That makes this noise when I put it on the table. Which must be deafening to the I'm poor so listeners sorry. at home. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So I've done a lot to try to fix Dennis's audio situation. He's got like a proper microphone yeah, now. Yeah. And he's got like an arm with the springs and stuff. No accounting for human error, mate. No, well, yeah, exactly. That's, no accounting for ape error. That's what. That's that's the battle I'm fighting. Anyway, we've got one more question to get across, Dennis. And uh, let's get to it here. It comes from Cheshire Bizkit. At Cheshire Plays, who I must apologize profusely to. Yes. Because Cheshire sent this question in at the beginning of December. Uh-huh. He writes, uh, Hey, Ralph Quartier and Astranjak, with, uh, with your podcast, Scrammy River, is the river a polluted delta, a river of tears, a bad river, an underground river, meandering river, or river delta? I know exactly. Out of the, out of the options given here by Cheshire, I know exactly which one is correct. Do you really? Yes. Okay. So I, I was a little, I was a little less sure of it, right? So I had to have a think about it, and I sort of went through. I was like, okay, I, I evaluate all these. I think, I think it's the meandering river. Yeah, how could it be anything? I else? think it's think the about the context river. of this podcast. Yes, right. We're about like. Uh, you could think it's a bad river. That's you know also, that's defensible. Also fine. Also fine. Actually, hang on one second. Let's let's finish on the meandering river thing, and then I've got actually another point. Okay. So, meandering river because white blue generally the colors of like. Uh, advice, generally the colours of, uh, you know, like uh, order, structure. No, because yeah. the podcast is a meandering mess. What are you talking about? Oh. Ooh. Ah, I see. I, see. I took a different bet. Because it's the only land out of all of them that produces white blue rather than black blue. Black blue, blue yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I was thinking like white blue, you know, Azorius, very structured yeah, order, thinking about no, things. No, I was just that meandering. Just a big mess. Big old. Just a big old Big mess. old, takes a long time yeah. to get to the sea. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay, I guess that's good. The angle, the angle that I didn't think of until you mentioned this bad river, we're asking someone else to scry us a river. Yes, much like JT did in his original song. We're not the ones creating the river. No, you, you, good listener, are the ones creating the river. So in that case, it's definitely a river of tears. Oh, what? It's hundred percent the river of tears. Oh my god! The it whole is... thing is based on the the stupid joke about cry me a river. Is it? Yes. yes no, I know. It was, I, it was my idea. I it know. was your idea. Oh, actually, let's let's do a dramatic reenactment. We've got time. We can do a dramatic reenactment of Lee, the conversation entitled. This is a short one act play entitled "What Should We Call Our Podcast?" Dennis. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Interior. <laughs> Interior. Dennis's like bedroom. Riley, what do you think we should call the podcast? Dennis? Why, why are you playing me? No, I say. Riley, oh, Riley, Riley. Colin. Riley. Colin. What should we call the podcast, Dennis? Dennis. I don't know. Something like Scrammy River or whatever. Riley. That sounds good. <laughs> Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for coming. And here. scene. And scene. <laughs> that was exactly that was that was how we named it. No, but I think I think it is I think it was River of Tears because we are literally. I, don't want, I, don't, I like that too. Yeah. I really like that. So yeah. So that that's the canonical. That's River. The, that's the word of God that's answer. The, if you ever meet Riley or meet an event, and you want us to sign a card. It has to be River of Tears. Is that expensive card? Or Relic Return. Or Relic Return. Yeah. yeah. Look, what's, what's your card? Uh, Grape Shot. Because of the game show we used to do. Oh right. It was Grape yeah. Shot. Yeah. yeah. It's not stupid oaf I don't know I got him 
Wow. Anyway, let's do the outro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you'd fade out. That'd be some nice music. None of that today. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Scrying River, as always, brought to you by ChannelFireball.com and yeah. through the talent of Maybe we don't want to attach, uh, attach that name to this podcast. Too. <laughs> maybe maybe they're not going to be too proud of this one, Dennis. This one was a little more meandering than others. This one was a little more bad than some of the other rivers. I, look, I- Genuinely, do let us know what you think of the yeah. s- the looser style. Yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to know. I mean, we we have. I mean, again, in serious, off like off mic, we've talked about this. We've talked about like me sort of just like loosening the reins a little bit with the editing and stuff. Mm. Do, because I do like I I used to do like audio production for TV yeah, yeah. and a bunch of other stuff like that, where there was very little margin for error. And so I, I've sort of brought brought that mentality to this. And now we're in the wild west, baby. But this is the thing: if people enjoy a sort of more freewheeling approach to this sort of stuff you know i think like you know audio stings um uh, musical stings yeah. intros, all that sort of stuff really like tight edits that sort of stuff's really important but i know a lot of podcasts don't, don't have that don't yeah. care about that sort of stuff and they do real fine so please actually like without any irony please let us know what you, you've thought of the the sort of loose, and please do continue to send us your questions paramoves mm-hmm. magic slang yada 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. all um, that good stuff on and the twitter at strandjack and at reliquator yep you can dm one of us both of us just me is also just fine. me is fine just, just, just riley at strandjack and at riley probably, at s-t-r-a-n-j-c i can't even edit you out of this part it's very bad yeah anyway a special thank you of course goes to joachim karad for nothing this episode mate nothing at all well, he just makes really good music. Sure. I'd also like to thank the Beyonce. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you went for Beyonce, and I went for the Decemberist. <laughs> you jerk. You snob. Decemberists are really good. All right, anyway, we're done. I don't really like Beyonce. We're done. Thank we're you done. all for listening, and we'll see you next time, hopefully in a more professional and tightly edited setting. We'll pop at the end. You can't stop me. You're not my dad. Stop recording, you idiot. You goon. <laughs>